Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, and welcome to episode 262. Today we're talking about relaxing bedtime routines. Now, earlier this week, we talked about if you are somebody who wakes up between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., what you can do about that. So go back and check out, that was episode 259, um, and we've got some other good sleep episodes. But Today, I want to touch on just if you're having trouble falling asleep each night, no matter how tired you are, maybe you're wired and tired, then I want to give you some ideas for relaxing bedtime routines that can help get your body and your mind in the right mood for sleep. Now, often this doesn't work the first night, right? But repeating these actions every single night begins to help signal to your body that it's time to go to bed. And sometimes that's all we need to actually get a restful night's sleep. Now, sometimes it's obviously not that simple and we will dive into that on some future episodes. But for today, I have seven things, seven things for you to try. Now, let's start with number one, powering down. Smartphones, handheld electric electronics, iPads, all of those things, they have made our lives so cool. I tell my kids all the time that, uh, you know, when I was a kid, they told me I would never have access to like Google things and look things up. And, you know, I would need to know all this information. And really the key to knowing things these days is knowing how to find the answer, where to find the answer, where to find a reputable answer, not necessarily having all that stuff memorized because we literally have computers in our pockets now, right? Now these smartphones, they've made things way easier, but at night, Once the sun goes down, those screens actually stimulate our brains with blue light and it keeps us awake. It actually disrupts your melatonin production, which prevents you from being able to fall asleep. So I like to tell people to avoid looking at and using your handheld devices for at least one hour, the longer the better, before you go to bed. And that will help to calm your mind. Now, another good rule of thumb is um, to turn off those devices when the sun goes down. So right now the sun goes down somewhere in the eight o'clock hour uh, in my neck of the woods. So that's the time the phone needs to be put away, turned off for charging for night. You won't miss anything. I promise (laughs) you. uh, People always say, well, I'm just getting ahead on tomorrow's emails. But the reality is, is that you're just adding more stuff for your brain to sort through, adding more things for your body to have to reconcile after you fall asleep. Forget about it till morning. I promise. Once you get in the habit of doing this, you will be so much better. Number two, meditate and unwind. Now, I personally like to meditate before I have dinner, but if you're someone whose brain doesn't stop and you have trouble falling asleep, then you can use meditation or other relaxation times right at bedtime. There's even yoga poses that help to prime you for sleep. You can do a quick Google yoga pose for sleep, and there are ones you can do laying flat on your bed or ones you can do on a mat beside your bed before you get into bed. Either way, whatever works for you, whether it be physical or more of an energetic mental thing and just sitting and meditating, getting your body to relax and to de-stress, to off-gas the stress, helps you to unwind and fall asleep easier. Number three, read a real book. (laughs) Now, this kind of goes along, it goes against anyways, uh, having a quiet 
dark evening once the sun goes down. But you can buy, my book lamp actually has a red light setting, so I'll read on a red lamp at night. But read a book for pleasure. Don't read a book for school. Don't read a book for work. But read a book for pleasure, something that you're interested in, something that is entertaining for you for 20 to 30 minutes at night. The last thing you should do using a red light. Now, your brain will relax, it will go to another place, and it allows your body to start the cascade to prime yourself for sleeping. Number four, I threw this one in here in case you live alone or in case your family really loves music. This particularly isn't something that works in my house, but if you really love music, you can choose to listen to some relaxing music um, right before bed, and for those who love music like that, it can help you get the shot eye that you need. You can also use binaural beats that are programmed to help you reduce stress and relax in the evening. The fifth suggestion I have is to write it down. So on my evening to-do list every night, it is get out, do my clothes for the next day and my to-do. So I look at my calendar, pick out what clothes I will need. Uh, because, you know, if I'm leaving the house, that's one thing. If I'm working with horses, that's another thing. If I'm seeing human clients, that's another thing. So another outfit, if I'm going to the gym, that's something different. So I always look at my calendar for the next day, lay out my clothes and write down my to-dos. Because if I don't, then I'll lay in bed right when I, when I should be falling asleep and my brain starts to nag me about all the upcoming projects or things I shouldn't forget at the grocery store. So before you wind down, write it down, do a brain dump of everything that you need to do and free your mind of having to remember it. And you'll actually, when you do that, your brain actually stops pestering you to remember it and you have relief and then you have sleep. Now, the sixth thing is check the thermostat. And if you live in a house where you're not the only person like I do, you might be, you know, you might like it colder, your partner might like it warmer, your kids might like it somewhere in the middle. But here's the thing. Research has shown that if your bedroom is too hot, it stops you from sleeping. Lower temperatures signal your body, and that's true for all humans, lower temperatures signal your body that it's time to sleep. So you want to set that thermostat somewhere between 68 and 72 in order to make sure that you are prime, you know, you're in the prime uh, temperature zone for sleep. It helps you to sleep more soundly and it helps you to uh, avoid waking up as often. Now, this is kind of number seven, right? If you still can't sleep, and you've been laying there wide-eyed and wide awake for 30, 45 minutes or an hour, then get up, go to another room where your bed is not, keep the lights super dim, and do something relaxing. You can do a 15-minute meditation, you can do some light reading, you can listen to some calming music, whatever it is, give it just 15 minutes, and then try laying down again. You will get back in the groove, calming your mind and be able to go to sleep. Now, don't forget that all these things that we do right before the end of the day or right at the end of the day before sleep, these are all important, right? They're keys to falling asleep. However, the way you take care of yourself the other 10, 8, 10, 12 hours of the day by eating the right things, by getting the right amount of exercise, by watching your caffeine, by making sure your energy and drainage pathways are open, it's really part of a much bigger picture. All of these things go together to determine whether or not you can have a good night's sleep. And really on the flip side, 
whether or not you had a good night's sleep determines how well you can do those things during the day. So they really play off of each other. So I hope this gives you some ideas to put a relaxing bedtime routine in place, or if you have one, it helps you to, you know, know that you're on the right path. As always, friends, I am rooting for you and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.